Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Hello and welcome to the All by the Popcorn podcast. I'm Alessandra. And I'm Emily. And today we are talking about two animated movies that came out this year, Super Mario Brothers movie and Ruby Gilman Teenage Kraken. Yeah. <laughs> um, I did not think you were going to watch Super Mario Brothers, and then you told me the other day that you did, so we're glad we could chat about it. Well, I was actually kind of excited to watch it. I think I remember you telling me that you watched it some months ago. Um, I did. And it's not in theaters. Thought, and that you thought it was cute. I was like, okay, I'm pretty excited. I like Mario. Like, I like the Mario games. I'm not a huge fan of Chris Pratt, but um, I really like Anya Taylor-Joy and uh, Jack Black. Um, so I think there are enough good people in this movie to uh, to, <laughs> to support it. Like Keegan-Michael yeah. Key and Fred Armisen. Um, yeah. So, Very funny. And, and Seth Rogen. Um and uh and i I like these characters a lot and uh and i I really enjoyed it. I liked it a lot, yeah, so what did you think of Chris Pratt because initially he got a lot of backlash for this movie, and I think because of the trailer, he just speaks without an accent. he just speaks like regular Chris Pratt, so it is kind of like get you have to get used to it a little bit, yeah, I mean, I think it was fine that he didn't speak with an accent because I mean I just think that would have sounded a little cringy and maybe a little offensive Mm -hmm. yeah Um, I mean not to me personally because I'm not Italian but like I I mean in the video games you don't hear Mario talk ever like he he says his little he says his little one-liners his little catchphrases and then that's it and then he's silent like he's like here we go and like yeah <laughs> so like he yeah. says those those little lines and then he doesn't talk so it's like not hearing him like pronounce all those other words i think it was a bit more palatable for me personally for him not to have an accent yeah um, so i and i thought it was it. fine i thought it was a yeah. fine performance <laughs> cuz sure. he's our main character of of his little world and this is how i guess his uh origin story that they've crafted which is very cute and i think overall the whole movie it just feels like it doesn't take itself extremely seriously which is fantastic it's just like watching extended cutscenes of mario you know Yeah, no, I completely agree. I loved all of the references to all of the games. I mean, there was maybe even a reference to the live action Mario and Luigi movie with a, I think it was John Leguizamo and like yes. someone else, which yeah. I've, I've wanted to watch that movie. I've heard it so bad. <laughs> I want to watch it. I want to watch it so bad. Um, yeah. So like maybe there was a reference to there. There's a reference to, I think the mayor from like Super Mario Odyssey was like, you know, the the mayor of New York or something, or she was like on TV or something. So like all these references were just Uh so cool to see. I didn't know they were going to bring in Donkey Kong. So that was really exciting. I don't know if he was in the trailer at all. I don't remember seeing him. I don't Um, remember that either. So, so it was really fun that they brought in Donkey Kong, which I'm a lot less familiar with game wise. Um, I have not played any of the Donkey Kong games, Um, but I, have played my fair share of Mario games, especially my favorite, which is Super Mario Galaxy. And mm-hmm. uh, I really liked that they put the insane uh, Luna in there. who was just <laughs> so funny and just like <laughs> wanting to be put out of their misery um, of, of existing. <laughs> that was a good character because she was like very, um, uh, really dev- like very emo, very like, uh, uh, what is it? 
catastrophizing everything, just being yes. like death. Death is inevitable, and you know, that was really funny. It was just and like... we should just be put out of our misery. Like it just—it <laughs> was so good, and I was like, "Oh, yeah. the Lunas are the Lunas are so cute in the game," and you just like just looking at them, I'm like, "Yeah, they'd probably be like." Like having Super existential morbid. crisis. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's so funny. Yeah, there was a lot of those kind of jokes. And like Bowser was obviously incredible, played by Jack Black. Like big highlight of the movie. Um, even Bowser? had his own song. Love Bowser song. <laughs> so good. Bowser was the man of my dreams. Like, <laughs> yeah, he... it's Jack Black, dude. I love Jack Black, for one. Yeah. And two, he's just a simp and he's morally gray. So it's just like, he is, he is every, he is every monster romance readers just like, just like (laughs) perfect man. Wow, Emily. Um, (laughs) No, I do not feel, I do not feel the struggle about Bowser, but like, I really liked his character. He was so funny. I love that he was just simping for Peach the whole time. And it just was, it was hilarious. Like I didn't even, I wasn't expecting it. And I was like, oh, oh, he's, he really likes Peach. Like he actually really just, just really likes her, but like he's, (laughs) he's real insane about it. And I just, I just, it was so funny. It was so perfect. Like like that like that's what I wanted Bowser to be. It's everything yeah. I wanted Bowser to be. And you know, there's so much like it's it's just kind of comedy. Like it like I said, it just really does not take itself very seriously. So like you could tell the actors were having a very fun time playing around and just enjoying these characters that everybody knows and still kind of just like not really making fun of it at all, just kind of like embracing them as they are. And it's, it's very sweet. Yeah. And I like that, you know, these are video game characters. We don't know much about them other than Bowser's just the angry evil guy that wants to take over Mushroom Kingdom. And Mario's just the guy that saves them. And Peach is just the damsel in distress. So it's like, yeah, right. They have these, have these very minimal characters to work from and i really like how they gave them all like their own little personalities and because bowser could have been boring he could have just been like rah i'm bowser Mm -hmm. attack mushroom kingdom like Uh but they did it he (laughs) actually was complex and very romantic (laughs) (laughs) yeah yeah and hilarious and he gets to sing the peaches song that peaches song was so stupid yeah it's (laughs) It's great. It's so um, and it the so end of it is kind of like a road race, the rainbow road chase and everything. So that's yeah, really like fun. Mario, we like get, Super Mario Kart. Yeah, we like get Mario, a Mario, Mario Kart. Kart Deluxe, whatever it is. Yeah, um, which was so great. <laughs> Everybody gets their own like different cars and stuff. And um, yeah, you pick I really your car liked... just, just like they do in the video game with like exactly. the little uh, gambling wheel type of thing. And... Oh, it was so good. And Rainbow Road, oh, it was amazing. Oh, it was so good. It was yeah. so good. They also left, like, a lot open for a sequel because, obviously, there's just so many Mario Brothers, like, worlds and things. And so yeah, and a lot of characters. Mario, they could bring in Waluigi. They didn't even mm-hmm. bring in Rosalina, which I'm super sad about because I love Rosalina. And Daisy. Hey, maybe in the next one. You know, yeah, yeah Daisy. And they could, even, they could even bring in more of, like, I know they kind of touched on... Like Luigi's haunted mansion, Luigi and the haunted mansion, or whatever. Oh, his, he landed there. Games. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He landed there, cute. and it was like his game at first. So, uh-huh. like, they could they could even have more of that for Luigi because I really who voiced uh, Luigi. It was um, Charlie Day. Charlie Day, yes, so funny. I really liked Luigi. He was so cute. I loved their 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 their, their brotherly chemistry. It was actually really cute. Um, they're like with their dad yeah with their with their whole family and the fact that mario hates mushrooms was so good Um, (laughs) oh my god and i love how they had um toad like toad could have been actually annoying but it was sure that that toad wasn't like wasn't annoying (laughs) he's like a little backpacker you know like just like so cute um 
Apparently, like the, the adventuring guy... ones in Mario Galaxy. A little. Bit. I'm looking at these these trivia's because I just <clears throat> I'm trying to refresh myself for one, but also it's been a while for get... you. Yeah, um, <laughs> but you know, I remember like obviously I remember very much enjoying it, and I remember like enjoying when he first meets Peach, and she's very excited to see another human there because she's like the only one. <laughs> <laughs> they just made her their princess all the totes yeah um, i like i like the little mystery sort of that comes with her like she, because she even said that there are a lot of there are a lot of galaxies out there mm-hmm. like there so she could have been she could be from from any of those not just because you know mario suggests that maybe she's from she's from his his world like earth um, yeah and she's like well there's there's lots of worlds out there maybe maybe not so that kind of opens things up i can be um you know, grounds for a second movie. So that could be really interesting. It said it um, surpassed Minions as the highest grossing non-Disney animated film worldwide. Wow. Because yeah, this was Illumination, right? That made it? I think so. I think it was. That is amazing. Wow. What a, That's what a good saint. <laughs> That's a really, really cool, I think. Because we know that all children and old people love minions and that's and i don't know i don't know how many old people like mario brothers so well a lot i mean mario's a very old character he's been around since like the 70s or something i don't know the 60s like he's been around a really long time so like i just don't feel like they'd still they'd they'd like be super knowledgeable of like the newer games and like it'd kind of be well, dude, be... there's a lot of nerds out there. I don't know. I, I feel like this base... That's true. Super Mario Brothers did gain the the, the demographic of nerds. A hundred percent. Like, the, you know, gamers. Nintendo gaming system was like, it is the OG almost, basically, you know? Like, so it's just got like a real, a real following, a cult following. Of course, it's going to make a lot of money. Yeah, that's true. That's true. Um, I'm trying to find this one. I was trying to, there was a trivia that I thought was really interesting, but the dad who, of the the father of Mario and Luigi did all the dubs for the different languages as well. Apparently he, he could do it. It says Charles Martinet dubbed Mario's dad and Giuseppe in English, Catalan, European, French, German, Italian, and European Spanish. Oh my gosh. That's amazing. I know. Wow. Wow. That's fantastic. Yeah, there's a lot of really good trivia in here. Um Oh shit, there was a post credit scene. Uh yeah. <gasps> Yoshi! Oh that's right, I saw Yoshi. There was so Yoshi. in the post credit Remind- scene it can be yeah, seen underground close to the pipe for entering Mushroom Kingdom. A white spotted green egg breaking itself, foreshadowing Yoshi for a potential sequel. Um, oh, Yoshi's the little green dinosaur and Mario's pet. Blah 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 blah. Okay, yes, we all know that. <laughs> yes, okay. we know who Yoshi is. Thank you. I completely <laughs> missed the end credit scene. I um, did as well. I think we wanted to leave. That didn't happen. <laughs> okay. <laughs> okay. I see. Okay. Um. There's, oh, this, this, this was so cute. Oh, I really enjoyed it when Peach gave him the, like, little uh, air uh, course to do. Like, he had to jump and do his, his normal Mario jumping and, you know, um, yeah, when he was flying around. Yeah, when he was to use the uh, ups, the one-ups, or no, not the one-ups, the, um, like, yeah. the bonuses or whatever. Yeah. Abilities. Yeah. And, like, with the flower and everything and, like. He, uh, he, like, failed so many times because it's, like, us, like, when we do when we're playing, you know? <laughs> it was very cute. <laughs> Just yeah. kind of and trying he, to he get He turns into it. Cat Mario while he's fighting Donkey Kong. That's so good. Yes. And also, uh, Taboki as well, I believe, at one point. Yes. Um, the, yes. It was the, just very The cute. squirrel. Yes. The, it's, like, it's a specific animal. It's, like, a... Yes. That one that we do not have in America, but they have you're, in Japan. Yeah, you're pro- you're probably correct. Whatever the the that one, the I think it's a taboki, a tabaki. 
It's what's it's the same animal, I believe, as what is in that movie, the the um Hayao Miyazaki movie, the one uh, what's it called? The one uh, with Tori? all the No. It's, oh. it's about the those Toboki, like they have like they can shape shift and stuff and they have like big balls. I'm not kidding. It's literally like part of the movie. Part of the animated I... movie. Oh, is this the Pompoko one? Pompoko! Yes! Pompoko. I have never seen that one. I feel like they're the same the same kind of like almost like a raccoon. I don't know how to spell this thing. Okay, it's fine. Yeah. Someone someone um, let us know how how it's spelled. <laughs> I can't, I can't, I can't search. I was like, I was like, squirrel, that's not a squirrel, Japanese squirrel. (laughs) I'm going to lick this. I'll, I'll, okay. Japanese. Not not helping. Tom, Toboki? Topoki, Topoki. What? Which is, okay, wait, wait, wait. Maybe I'm wrong. Wait, wait, that's not right. That's not right. No, Topoki is the, is the Korean dish. Yes, you're 100% right. I'm so sorry. I am 100% right. Because you love it, so. <laughs> because I love Tobuki. Um, let me get this this Pompoko up because it'll help me. <laughs> I'll help me figure out. But I think you're close. I think it starts with a T, and I think it definitely has Uki in it. They're, they're called Pompokos, these things. But the one that Super Mario is, let's see. Super Mario raccoon outfit suit he is a tanuki tanuki oh my god tanuki which is a type of raccoon i believe tanuki is a japanese raccoon dog and i'm thinking it's the same thing as a pompoko which is also known as a raccoon dog so Japanese raccoon dog? Raccoon dog, yes, that's what oh. it is. <laughs> They're so oh cute. God. Oh my oh my god, I've never actually seen an actual picture of one of these. Japanese raccoon dog. <gasps> Endemic so Endemic to Japan. It's so sweet. Um it just yes. looks like it just Tanuki, looks like a that's what it's bear. called. It's just like a little bear dog raccoon thing. It's so it's, sweet. It's just a little fat trash panda. <laughs> yeah. Oh um, my gosh. I'm dead. I'm dead. <laughs> they are very, very cute. Apparently. They are of least concern status because they have a wide distribution in Japan and an abundant population. Oh wow! Okay, like and they're the an invasive of... species in northeastern Europe. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> they're they're oh, doing fine. They're doing. They're great. doing just fine. They're doing just fine. Wow. Yes, okay. his tanuki suit. Okay, I'm so glad that we. Also, Tom Nook is a Tanuki. Yes. Yes. That's what it says. Our our favorite despot landlord, Tom Nook. Yep. Our uh our uh benevolent leader, ruler of our of our mortgage. <laughs> of our house mortgages. Yeah. <clears throat> Oh goodness. Um, All right. There is so many characters that arrive at Peach's wedding. Um there's, you know, oh, King so many... Bob-a-bomb and um, <laughs> oh, King Boo. Else? Oh yeah, King Boo. Uh, that was good. Oh my god, the shy guys when they like pop out. <laughs> that was kind of scary when when they like <laughs> when they take Luigi when Luigi enters that that scary like abandoned castle. And then, yeah. like, the lightning flashes, and then the shy guys are there. I was like, oh. <laughs> yeah, a little scary. It's good. 
Oh my gosh. And the and the blue shell that's in Mario Kart after he hits that that turtle and he was like, "You can't run from the blue shell." And then it like <laughs> attacks. And I was like I was like, "You can't. That thing is going to get you in Mario." No, Kart. that's going to get you. There's no way to run from the blue shell. I mean, it's I'm sure that there is. Good. But No, I I think the only way to not get hit is probably with the with the superstar. Mm, um, but see, there is one way. There's maybe, one way. Maybe. But maybe not even then. I thought the blue shell was like, no, because the superstar is supposed to be like invincible. Listen, um, I'm not a big, I'm not a humongous Mario person. I do own some of the games for sure. I do like do them. I have uh, Mario Party and I have, you have Mario, Mario Galaxy and I have um, Mario Kart on my Switch. All three of those. Really? How many times have you played Mario Party? Uh, I like to play it. I actually like to play it by myself. I think I've played it probably like 10 times alone because no one wants to play it with me. <laughs> Alessandra, that is not a game that you play by yourself. I know. It's just really like you know what? And Danny you know what? The second, I mean, I I hate Mario Party, but I will come over, and <laughs> when I move, when I move out there, yeah. I will come over. I'll play with you. I will play with you. <laughs> you can play. We could. We could. We could also. I mean, I also got Mario Kart, and I thought I also, maybe I also don't really like play. Mario Kart. I you know same same, but I got it because I thought oh maybe my friends would like to play it with me. No one likes <laughs> no, to play. <laughs> I mean that that makes sense. I mean Mario Par- Mario Party is kind of on the same vein as like as Monopoly. Like you lose yeah. friends. You lose friends during Mario Party. Well, it's not really meant for focusing. Like you can play it and also like drink and have a conversation and like it's not really like a like it's not really like a game that you have to really pay attention to, you know? It's not, but it is a game where you are trying to fuck each other over in order to win. So, like, yeah. it, it is one of those games, but yeah. Um, yeah, when you move here, um, we're going to play the games that we have because I <laughs> kind of ignore my Switch, and it doesn't deserve that. Yeah, I mean, I, yeah, I've been ignoring my Switch for a while as well because I'm playing Baldur's Gate. But, um, uh, but yeah. Definitely got to get back on that. I need to finish Super Mario Galaxy, actually. I'm playing as Luigi. I finished the game as Mario, and now I got to finish it as Luigi. You definitely um, have more of the lore than me. Um, and I'm glad that you enjoyed this movie. I can't wait to see another one. If they make another one, it's probably going to be just as delightful, just as sweet. You yeah, know, I'll, watch it. I'll totally watch it. It was very fun. And like I said, I really enjoyed the fact that it didn't take itself very seriously. And it was very colorful, which I, I love that. So, um, yeah, the animation was very good. I, I really enjoyed the story. Um, it was, it was very fun. It was very fun. I liked it a lot. The tagline is let's a go. <laughs> let's a go. <laughs> As All right. Um, do you want to read the plot keywords? Yeah. 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 Um, here we go. Based on video game, princess, talking gorilla, talking penguin, princess peach character. There you go. That's the wow. That's the, All right. that's, the, that's the movie. Um, uh, this movie got a forty-six Metascore. Ouch! <laughs> honestly, ouch. Yeah, could have been worse. It's it's yellow, but that's that's less than a guy than a Guy Ritchie movie. <laughs> yeah. Um. So and this, I one this movie got... was in the same vein. <laughs> Sixteen positive, twenty-four mixed, and thirteen negative reviews. The highest oh, is... is a ninety. Is Metacritic uh, no longer broken? It's no longer broken. We've got several 20s. We've got three 20s down at the bottom for you to choose from, Emily. There is a lot of negative reviews for this. I mean, oh, my God. My favorite Odie Henderson has a 38 at the Boston Globe. Oh, man. Okay. Um, Wow. I'm going to do the the Observer UK because why not? Um, They gave it a 20. The Super Mario Bros. movie is a frantic Easter egg hunt of a film that does the bare minimum to please its loyal existing fan base. Wow! Those less 
Those less enthralled by the antics of the mustachioid Italian plumber will wonder which of Donkey Kong's weaponized barrels this joyless, noisy mess was scraped from. (laughs) Jesus. (laughs) That is mean. (laughs) It's not that bad. My God. I, I mean, I'm not the biggest Mario fan, but I mean, I I love a lot of the games, but like, and I really enjoyed it. I would call myself a Mario fan. Yeah. That's crazy. Um, I'm going to read this Roger Ebert 38. It says, the latest animated blockbuster from Illumination is their most soulless to date. A film that feels like ChatGBT produced it after data and imagery from the games were fed into a computer. <laughs> well, I mean, that's... Um, that sounds That's not pr- wrong. That, that sounds like that could actually have happened. <laughs> I I think that it is more creative because it it required a you know, I think that the voice <clears throat> acting is very fun and also they could just play around and they did and they made a lot of money. So I don't see exactly where the problem is. Like it kind of was <laughs> like enjoyable it it definitely wasn't the most like thrilling storyline but it wasn't like boring and i mean and it had and it had personality like it had like i i I felt like there was some love in there i mean obviously the point was to make money and these people definitely did but like Mm -hmm. but like I, i i felt like at least at least some love was was put into this this 60 abc news I think has a good, it says this lively computer animated take on the video game just opened and it's already the biggest box office smash of 2023. Despite lapses into dull and disposable, it's also a gift for parents seeking family entertainment for the five-year-old in all of us. Game on. There you go. That's nice. Yeah. Um, We should read a green one at least. Um, at the very least we got we got a 90 we do have a 90 so why don't you read that one uh okay let's see we got this covered gave it a 90 no have we ever read from this before uh from Mm, a blurb from this place before doesn't sound possibly it it sounds familiar to me Nintendo knows what's great about the Super Mario Bros. games and perfectly brings them to life on the big screen. That's okay. Nice. Sure, sure. Um, because it's I didn't like that one, blurb. I'm I'm gonna read the Collider one. Yeah, yeah, uh, do that. Eighty three. The Super Mario Bros. movie captures the spirit of the games and the deep history and the incredible possibilities that these games have presented for decades, all in one of the most Fun animated films in years with a team behind that you can feel loves these characters and this world. There that is so nice. Thank you, Collider. Thank you. Um, let's take a little break before we talk about Ruby Gilman, Teenage Kraken. Yeah. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates, like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com people today. Wow. Nice. Yeah. What you're hearing are the sounds of people everywhere putting on Bomba socks, underwear, and T-shirts made from absurdly soft materials that feel like plush clouds. Yeah, that plush. And the best part? For every item you purchase, Bombas donates another to someone facing homelessness. Bombas. Big comfort for everyone. Go to bombas.com slash ACAST and use code ACAST for 20% off your first purchase. That's bombas.com slash ACAST. Code ACAST. And we're back to talk right. about Ruby Gilman, Teenage Kraken. Yeah, so a little little bit of backstory here. I watched this movie on the plane ride back from Boston. Um, so I was ill and tired. So take that with this <laughs> review and, and our discussion 
how you would like to take that. Um, I obviously remember watching this movie, but there definitely might, I, I was watching it, but I was maybe not, not grasping at it as, as much as I probably should have been. (laughs) Um, you know, there wasn't much to it that was really complicated. It was a very, very simple story and it definitely just it had a lot of montages as well of like yes swimming to music yeah so you know i don't think there was too much to miss (laughs) it was kind of like it you know to me it was just a not as complex or like emotionally vibrant movie as like turning red which had the kind of the same uh, themes in it. Um, yes, yes. But Turning sure. Red was, you know, significantly better in, in its execution in that sense. Um, yes. This was much more childish, which is not like a bad thing. It just was a lot less complex. <laughs> so um, that was definitely just an aspect about it that I didn't love. But what I did love was the animation style, the um, inventive character design, and, Mm -hmm. you know, Mm -hmm. beautiful Mm -hmm. colors. Mm -hmm. That was all very well done, I think. Yeah, visually, this movie was very gripping. Like, I definitely was not looking away. Mm-hmm. Um, some of the characters, some of the characters were, were pretty good. They felt like they were all lacking a little bit, mm-hmm. whether it was like in, I guess, in complexity, like you were saying, or maybe like, cause they, they gave off the impression that they had a ton of personality, but I wasn't really seeing it like, mm-hmm. or I wasn't, I wasn't really, I didn't believe it. I wasn't really believing it. <laughs> Yeah. Yeah. I think that the, the kind of like, like her friends were, her friends were all very fun, but like, she didn't even really have a whole bunch of great chemistry with them. Like, honestly, she had more chemistry with the mermaid. The mermaid. She was, yeah. Once yeah. they were kind of befriended. Um, and which I don't know if that was on purpose, but like, you know, these are also her friends and she was kind of having a falling out with them. So I guess that, I feel like this this movie this movie could have could have been complicated for how much it was kind of opening mm-hmm. like with the falling out with her friends and like distancing herself from her family and you know becoming friends with this popular girl and like kind of becoming a completely different person like I feel like mm-hmm. this movie had the chance to be to have like that emotional touch to it but like it was really oversimplified <clears throat> yeah, uh, totally. That's kind of why I was comparing it to Turning Red because, in a sense, both of them are about teenage girls um, discovering that they have a big secret and they turn like into power, giant, basically. Yeah, like giant yeah. versions of themselves. And um, they also have the kind of relationship with their mother that's a little bit strained because of this. Um, and therefore it kind of extended into the grandparents, the grandmother's like relationship with, with their, like her mom, you know? So all of that was kind of similar to turning red, but just very, um, simple and stuff that like, and, and honestly not even really that funny. So I think it could have like forgiven itself if it was like a little bit funnier, <laughs> you know? Like, yeah. Some of the lines weren't, landing i don't know the mm-hmm. the voice actors were okay um i mean honestly tony collette did an amazing job as agatha she did i was gonna um, say that yeah she the mom really did sure. and, and even coleman domingo as arthur gilman like he uh-huh. was really good too like and, and the brother like basically the mom the dad and the brother were all really good um and but like her friends were just kind of 
meh like they were really weren't that funny which is which is weird because i think liza koshi is so funny and she was margo um, oh yeah which i believe and margo i recognize friends and I also nicole oh, buyer I, I recognized her as well she was the person buying the house um yeah and eduardo this? franco as well i recognized his voice he's got the long hair yeah um i think yeah, yeah. trevin yeah i i think i thought margo bliss and trevin were her friends mm-hmm. right trevin definitely um, I think it's just Ramona. the writing, you know, like, I yeah, think they just true. didn't really have anything that interesting for them to say. Um, that's true. Because like, we know the we know these people, these voice actors are really funny. And they definitely could have, if they had some better, like a better script to work off of, they could have definitely made these lines good. <laughs> yeah, I think <laughs> if it, they were good, if they were written well. Um, Will Forte as Gordon Lighthouse was very cute. Again, could have been funnier, but still had that, yeah, he, you know. Yeah, he was okay. He was all right. Yeah. Um, love the name Gordon Lighthouse, though. Clearly referencing Gordon Lightfoot, who is a famous Canadian, the late famous Canadian singer who sang about the shipwreck of the Edmund Fitzgerald. Oh, oh and this is, that's why this is information they... my brain did not have. <laughs> It immediately was like, oh, they're they're talking about Gordon Lightfoot, which I thought was very funny. Um, but I again, thought Connor like, was very cute. Yeah. Um, oh, he was very by, uh, cute. Jabuki Young White. He was. Yeah. I really like. I thought Connor was so cute. <laughs> he was super cute, and she was like really into him too. Like same kind of like feelings with, uh, you know, turning red, where she like is like, obsessed with the guy, and she can't stop like thinking about him and stuff. So yeah. it was kind of like the same feeling, you know, and in trying to get this Gen Z uh, humor in here was not definitely not as successful as the Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles, which we just talked about um, in a previous episode. That was like so much better written and like much quippier and like way more Gen Z feeling and still enjoyable to me where this kind of like uh you know it, obsession it with a yeah like the the phones and stuff and like you know there was just like a weird aspect to this movie that tried to like connect to kids today that i feel like d- was not as successful yeah it definitely felt like older people trying to write to a younger audience and it just wasn't yeah <laughs> it just wasn't quite wasn't quite clicking I don't, I don't think. I'm really sorry, writers of this movie. It's a very cute movie. And we, we really, I did enjoy watching it and it's very beautiful. But yeah, like, it just doesn't have those layers that I was looking for. <laughs> so, you know, there's yeah. that. And I mean, and the progression from when, so she's basically like, a Ruby's not allowed to go in the water because that will kind of uh, turn on her Kraken abilities. Yeah. And- there's like this lore that's brought up later on that like the Kraken uh, protect the seas. They protect the seas from the evil mermaids uh, yeah. who are like full of themselves and conceited and just like assholes, basically. Um, and and like the progression of her like learning about her powers was was kind of nice. I, I liked that part where she just was kind of ditching her ditching her cringy friends and like going off with the mermaid yeah. and like. Who was obviously being manipulated by Chelsea, who was like the queen mermaid or whatever. Well, um, she was the mermaid. Like she herself yeah. was the evil mermaid. Yeah, she was the she was the queen of the mermaids, like posing as the queen of the mermaids' daughter. Yes. Um, and posing as a teenage girl. Posing as a teenage girl, much like a popular a, teenage girl. <laughs> what's that? What's that movie with Drew Barrymore where she's? Is it never been kissed? Yes, never been like, kissed. Yes. <laughs> she goes back to, she poses as a high school student or something. Yes. Oh my God. It's so silly. So funny. So funny. But this, this person actually looked like a teenager. Um, yeah. Yeah. Her introduction was also kind of strange. And then her like. Yeah, just kind of annoying and abrupt. Like she's just like, <laughs> oh, I saved you. I'm so perfect. I'm Chelsea. I'm now the yeah. popular girl. And it's just like, it was, it was just a little bit too in your face about it. I was like, I was like, oh God, can you just, can you just be more subtle about this? I don't know. It just felt very no. like, 
like bam and i'm like oh oh god like just <laughs> it was like a tentacle slap to the face i was like oh god okay yeah that's fine sure i'm i'm here i'm still here i fell asleep for a minute but i'm here there um, were some um librarian humor in this about you know the librarian opens up pride and prejudice she's like this doesn't belong in crime yeah. <laughs> <No>. <laughs> yeah. That so that was, was really pretty good. funny. Yeah, that was um, good. That was a good. Point. She talked about like romance novels with like monsters or something at one point, which I thought was funny. Um, oh, oh, what did she say? I think like she was like talking, talking about the library. Something, something related to there was like the monster. What I don't think she said monster romance, but I think it was something related to like the romance section and something like like that mm-hmm. and everybody was like i don't even like the library anyway and it's like come on like don't, it, it's don't, just don't shit on the library hey I, hey it, don't, it was don't weird shit on libraries here yeah it was like old people thinking that they know what young kids like and it's like well, uh libraries uh, are cool all right <laughs> like why are you shit on the library it's like an awesome place They're- to be yeah they're they're the best they're just they're serene they're accepting this good that bad joke bad joke <laughs> but I, I didn't even hear it but bad joke <laughs> oh yeah you know i was thinking about it and we have been talking a lot about animated movies this year and i love that we get to discuss various animated movies every year it is just a, a medium that i don't think gets enough attention from adults in general and it's something that we really, really enjoy. So I'm just really happy that movies like this are being made. Oh, for sure. And Anim- animated anything is like my my preferred medium of of any story. Give it to me in, in an in an animated way. I will mm-hmm. I will probably enjoy it much more than if it was live action. <laughs> um, maybe maybe that's not entirely true. But I really do love animated anything like. Um, like I just saw this this very um I was scrolling down, it was like more movies like this. Do you have this one too? It's like this girl with green hair and it's called like Mavka. Mm-hmm. I wanna watch this. It's on Hulu Ooh. apparently. Oh Do you see it? Do you see it too? No. This but oh. Uh I've got like the ones I have Mav- on there Mavka, are Mavka the Forest Song. Oh. I've yeah, got Raya like the Last this. Dragon, Luck, Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles, and Wreck It Ralph on on the bottom of my <laughs> Oh wow! I cannot be more different from you. I have Elemental, Nimona, Oh, Mavka, I see that the Forest Song and Rally Road Racers. I have those four as well. Yes, this this Mavka movie that looks like an anime. Oh no, it's not. Wow, it's not. this looks. This is definitely a Russian movie. Everybody in it is Russian. Oh. Oh, for sure. Oh wow! Right? Maybe not. I don't know. There's an English version. I don't, I don't know. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Wow. Interesting. This. Yeah. This looks yeah. fun. I want to watch it. <laughs> okay. <laughs> we'll return to that maybe. Okay. Um, I don't know what else to say about this movie. I'm going to look at some of the trivia here. Obviously, uh, Chelsea is modeled after Ariel. That is like the first trivia. I mean, it's very clear that that's what she's trying to be. But she's more oh. like Ursula, uh, so that's pretty cute. Ah, I did not gather any of that. Um, her actually she got like, red hair. Full her full like mermaid form was was pretty cool. Like it was red yeah. scaly like, and then her like bright neon parts it was really cool. The second film to have a queen named Nerissa as the main villain. The first was the animation live action hybrid film Enchanted. With a different oh, spelling. Oh, oh, which we reviewed earlier this year, the the two Enchanted movies, and again that one blew my mind about how good it was. The first one, not really the second one, but the first one. Wow, still remember how much I couldn't believe how good that movie was. Watching it again, um, so so long. Which one later? So, which which one? Enchanted. Oh yes, yes. Chanted's good. It's a good one. Um, um, DreamWorks' uh forty fifth feature film. 
Wow, DreamWorks. My God. That's a lot. It is a lot. That's really impressive, actually. Apparently there's a poster of, uh, one of the posters is Ruby Gilman. Uh, she's sitting and lying down on the side of a bridge, and that's supposed to be an homage to uh, Spider-Man Homecoming, like parodying uh, Tom <laughs> okay. Holland. Peter sure. Parker. Yeah, sure. Oh, here's the Gordon Lightfoot thing you told me. Now my oh. brain knows this information. Yeah. <laughs> now you know. Now I know. Um, the promposal aspect of this was very cute as well. That was funny. Um, you know, having that to be a big thing in high school. The, con- the confetti gun. That was hilarious. Yeah. Blasting in his face. Um, oh, yeah. Very sweet. Very cute. I like the design of this. Like I said, I think especially of our main character, she looked very cute. You know, she's got big eyes. She doesn't even have really a nose at all. Just cheeks and a smile and tentacle hair. She's adorable. Um, Her family just looks very aquatic and everything in this sea town is really like bubbly looking and blue and the green sea, the sea town was a vibe like i want like, to visit great. this place yeah i thought that was just very well done um yeah the the art the the animation was was so good like even a jane fonda's character the like queen grandmama yeah. she was a. she was really cool too i like their um when they turn all big and crackeny they have like those cool I don't know, like ridges mm-hmm. on them. It's very cool. It's very cool. And the way her mom looked when she turned crackeny was was uh was cool too with like her headdress and like her uh she looked very different than how she looks uh in her little little kraken form. Mm-hmm. And her dress at the end when she went to prom was so stinking cute. It was very it's like cute. Glowy, like purple. And then she got like cute, just dangly wispy. pearls. Yes. Like it looked like she was in the water, that it was like floating around her. It was very, like a jellyfish almost. It was so very cute. Oh, just yeah. adorable. And her, honestly. Her little like hair jewels, her little tentacle yeah. hair jewels are super cute. Uh, <laughs> should I read these? Uh, should I read these plot keywords here? Do it. Yes. All right. We've got mermaid, kraken, teenage girl, CGI animation, female protagonist. All right. Yeah. Wow. That's that's the movie right there. Maybe sure. mother daughter relationship. That's that's definitely that maybe would have been good. Yeah. Yeah. So this movie got a fifty meta score with five positive, eighteen mixed, and four negative reviews. The highest we got is an eighty eight, and the lowest we got is a twenty five. Whoa! 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 Let's see. Twenty. You got two twenty fives to choose from here. Well, I'm going to read the slightly longer one, I guess. Um. Hmm. Uh. Let's see. Yeah, I'll just do the San Francisco Chronicle. Uh, by the time we get to the kaiju-inspired third-act throwdown involving multiple giant sea monsters and a mystical trident, this story feels like it's gotten too big for its small frame. <laughs> oh. <laughs> oh absolutely. I I felt that a lot. Um, yeah, I'm going to read this 50 real views. It says, although the movie has the capacity to engage and entertain young children, its bland storyline and cut rate animation won't impress many adults. This is a classic case of an animated film being targeted exclusively at younger viewers without much consideration about keeping parents from falling asleep. Oh, my gosh. <laughs> I, thought, I thought the animation was good. Yeah. Apparently, James didn't. Man, I like that they were also kind of like gummy people. Like basically, they're they could be like stretched and pulled and squished, like they were Gumby. Like they were just like so, yeah. like <laughs> it Uncle was very Brill. silly. Like yeah, Uncle Brill was Uncle. Yeah, Uncle Brill. Um, and also the fact it, again, very similar to Turning Red, in that only the women turned into large krakens and the men just didn't at all. It was the same thing with Turning Red, where. Yeah. Only the women will turn into this giant panda, and all the men are just like, I don't know, I'm dumb, you know. It's, it's like, like we're just 
we just stay we we're just this this is what we are yeah it's just like uh, okay (laughs) yeah i mean i don't know if that's supposed to be pointed and some like supposed to be saying something who knows i don't know um um, I'm going to read this 67 Collider and then you could read the uh, the top review. The characters okay. are consistently charming, the humor sufficiently silly, and the animation often beautiful. Though the standard path it takes holds back from fully exploring the potential lurking just beneath the surface. When it all bursts free towards the end, the film is at its best. Uh, yeah, okay. I mean, the yeah. ending was, was very exciting. Mm-hmm. Yeah, mm-hmm. I mean, and and I, and I said earlier that I did like how she was coming to find her power and stuff, and that was, and her, and her, um, just like her ancestry, like she was learning about her people, um, which is pretty cool. So yeah, I, I'd I'd say it it kind of got better towards the end. Um, RogerEbert.com yeah. gave it an eighty-eight. Uh, one of the best family films of the year, really. Ruby Gilman, a teenage kraken, has humor and heart, buoyant energy, witty and imaginative visuals, and never less than brilliant voice talent. Wow. That is high praise for this movie. Nothing but nice things from Nell. <laughs> wow. Thank you. Nell really Nell Minow, who has... Is this somebody who lives in the <gasps> Ruby Gilman universe because their name is Nell Minow? Nell Minow. It was planted. It's a planted review. <laughs> oh, yeah. Oh, my goodness. All right. Anything else we have to say about uh, either of these two movies, Super Mario Brothers movie or Ruby Gilman, Teenage Kraken? Uh, no. Um, do we think either of these will get nominated for our best animated feature this year at the Oscars? <sighs> I'm going to go with No. <laughs> Neither of them? Um No. I I don't think I don't think so. No. I'd have to I'd have to see what they're up against. I can't I can't even remember five minutes ago. So like what other movies came I mean, obviously obviously Spider Man into the Spider Verse and TMNT. This is, is what I think nominated. Yeah, TMNT, Spider Man, The Boy and the Heron, absolutely. Um mm-hmm. Probably mm-hmm. elemental. I mean, that was very good. Uh, so yeah, that's true. Did we watch? What, it... what we think of Nimona? Maybe was... Nimona. Maybe. Nimona. I mean, Nimona. yeah. It it's hard because even last year, all the animated movies that got nominated were very. Um, they they had their their complex side for sure. So. Uh, it, I, I just don't think that this Ruby Gilman one is deep enough, and same with the Mario Brothers movie, so that's that's, that's what I have to say. That's very true. There have been some very good, some very good animated movies coming out this year. Well, either way, we're covering all the bases, just in case. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Oh, we sure are, and we enjoy talking about them, so. Love watching them, love talking about them. Um, all right. If you enjoyed this episode, please rate and review us on Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, and IMDb. We are also on Amazon Music, Spotify, and Acast. If you want to email us, please do that at allbythepopcornpodcast at gmail.com. You can follow our social media. We have Instagram, Facebook, TikTok, and YouTube. Just search All By The Popcorn or All By The Popcorn Podcast. And we have merch. So please check that out. But thank you so much for listening. And we'll talk to you in the next one. Goodbye. Bye. Bye.